0: Hey, my name is Alyssa Wolf and as a chronic pain specialist, I am on a mission to empower you to tackle your chronic pain naturally by uncovering hidden truths about pain and exposing the deeper cause. I aim to help you transform your relationship with pain because you've been in this relationship for long enough and you deserve better. You just need a little help to get out of it. And that is what the chronic pain breakup podcast is all about. I'll be busting pain management myths, teaching you some of the mind blowing neuroscience of pain and help you overcome some of the roadblocks that are keeping you from seeing real long term improvements in pain. Stick with me and in no time, you'll learn the keys to breaking up with stubborn pain so you can get back to doing what makes you, you and living your fearless and fulfilling life. So if you have chronic pain and are looking for no fluff, natural science backed pain relief solutions, pull up a seat and get cozy because you are in the right place. Let's get started. All right. So I am very, very, very excited to have my good friend and former client with me today. Her name is Shanda, and she's going to be sharing her story. I met Shanda, started chatting online, and eventually she, you know, well, uh, well, I wouldn't say she ever stopped being a skeptic, but she was very skeptical from the very beginning through all of our conversations. And um, somehow, at some point, she took a leap of faith and decided to join my program, the Chronic Teen Breakup Method. She did all of the work in the program and now is on the other side of that program, and is here today to share her story. So I am so, so excited and honored to be here chatting with you, Shanda, today. Um, Would you mind telling everybody a little bit about who you are and why are you here? Well...
1: I might be too old for TikTok, but um, it's really much the best thing that's ever happened to me because that's where I found you. So yeah, let's see. Okay. My name is Chanda. I was born and my first memory of life, which would be probably around three years old, was really severe back pain. As an only child and someone with um, not much parental influence and not very many friends, I really didn't know it was abnormal. Um, I just assumed that all humans that stood upright um, were in pain when they were standing. Uh, learned later that was not true. So I went through my first 15 years. Um, I could walk, run, ride horse. I trained horses. Um, all I could do anything. I just couldn't stand without really severe pain. Um, I was also uh, passing out randomly for apparently no reason. Who knows? Um, starting at age three. So I got all the way to 15 When my migraines started, um, and I had really severe migraines that were nearly constant. Um, Again, I didn't know that was abnormal. And really from like kind of late teens on, my pain started increasing more and more and more. Um, I never really told anyone or did anything about it. Um, So my back pain got worse. Walking started to be a problem. Standing was still getting worse and worse and worse, like the amount of time I could stand was getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And so let's see, my pain was increasing through my 20s into my 30s, getting worse and worse. It was spreading to other areas. I was having a lot of joint problems, still didn't realize it was abnormal, still didn't really tell anyone or seek help. Um, When I was 42, I was in a car accident. That was just over eight years ago. And then that's when stuff got way worse. Um, I really couldn't stand at all. I could, I could walk maybe like 10 feet without like, just, it was horrific. Um, so I started using a wheelchair about eight years ago. I'm a full-time wheelchair user. And slowly my pain got worse and worse and worse into more areas of my body. More joints were affected. Just, I was a mess. Um, and that's when I started seeking help. So I tried. I saw like more than 40 doctors in the first few years after my car accident, they all pretty much invalidated me and gaslit me and, um, you know, gave me like a diagnosis of like fibromyalgia, like, just like that, like, like, oh, you're in pain, you have fibro. Um, they started diagnosing me with a lot of mental illnesses that I didn't have because they just thought. I was literally a crazy person. That there was nothing wrong with me, and uh, you're just crazy. So you have conversion disorder, and you uh, because you pass out, uh, you ha- you're bipolar, um, heavily medicated for all that. Um, but I, there came a point somewhat quickly where I was like, I don't have these mental illnesses, and it's not fibromyalgia. It's very specific things that I did, or specific areas of my body, specifically joints. Blah blah. So I, I kind of started to reject those in my mind when I was seeking help. And so when I started to reject those, I also started to try like a lot of things outside the norm. So we're talking like elimination diets and weird herbal teas from acupuncturists and chiropractic. And I've tried massage, I've done yoga, and Pilates. And I mean, just like literally every possible thing that anyone had ever, you should try eating beets. Like, I don't know, like literally anything. I have tried it all, all of it, everything. I spent $5,000 doing like a functional neuro rehab that was supposed to cure me of my dysautonomia and my migraines. Um, $5,000 in a week long intensive and they made me worse. That was cool. Um, So I did come to find myself like through my own research that I did have a lot of different like actual things that weren't just fibromyalgia or a mental illness um, so I do have a lot of physical things that are actually wrong with me but knowing what they were didn't actually help my pain at all <laughs> so by the time I found you on TikTok I was, I was in really bad shape I couldn't do really any. I was just laying right there in my bed for like
0: years. Yeah. When, when we met and we talked, I remember you said that you had tried everything and I talked to a lot of people and a lot of people with chronic pain who I talked to say this very similar thing. I have tried everything, but I think you win. I think you win that race of like, who has tried everything? (laughs) Uh, Because like, even, you know, when we first talked, we talked about like, well, what have you tried? and then. Even like during the program, every time we talked again and again, I'd be like, oh, she didn't mention that one before, but throw that on the <laughs> list too, because she just didn't mention
1: okay, it. I can't keep track of all of the different things I tried. The literal hundreds of thousands of dollars that I spent on things that either didn't help at all or made me worse. Most yes. of them made me worse. All the injections, all the medications, like all like that all Mm -mm. worse Um, it's really frustrating I I questioned my own sanity like hundreds of times I'm like maybe I am just crazy like maybe there's nothing wrong with me I tried to convince myself at one point that pain felt good yeah I'm like I'm gonna
0: love this pain I'm gonna oh yeah feels good like it's not a bad thing pain's a good like
1: yeah out of my mind at that point
0: yeah, I remember working through that quite a bit <laughs> together. Like, <laughs> and I think that's, it was it was a learned coping strategy. It was like, well, I it's something else to try. And if you don't know what else to do, I can understand exactly why you would, why you would put yourself through that. And I'm trying to reframe pain as if it's a, a positive or pleasurable experience in a strange backwards way. It makes sense. And so I, I love that, you know, You The reason you, I think, came into my world with so much skepticism was because of all of those past experiences of like trying something and it failing or trying and it making you worse. And so was there something that stood out to you that was like, oh, I I think this is different than everything else that I have tried?
1: Yeah, there there certainly were. I mean, we talked a lot. Like we talked on the phone. We talked over, you know, like messages and I know that I can be sometimes, like, annoying when I'm just, like, not understanding something and then just trying to ask questions. <laughs> That's been really difficult for you. <laughs> so,
0: I don't but, think it's annoying like, or difficult. <laughs> I like the questions. It's inquisitive.
1: But I think it was really difficult for me because I didn't know what was in the program. So, like, you're trying to describe what the program can do, but I just could not fathom, like, how that was possible. But I think the thing that really did is when you explained to me how you learned this information and that it was all science, there was no, like, I remember at my functional neurologist, whatever, five-day intensive, blah, blah, blah. They kept telling me, you have to believe that it will work or it won't work. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) then it won't Word like that's placebo, like this is not going to work on me. I don't believe anything, really. I don't believe that something is going to work and then it does. Like, that's not how science works. That's like, that doesn't make sense to me. So, with your schooling and, and how you came to understand this information being purely science based, and the fact that I could go into this program not believing anything, mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was put in the work, learn the information and change what happened, whether I believed it would or not. Mm-hmm. So understanding your schooling and you didn't like, you know, like when I first saw you on TikTok, I thought, you know, well, did she just come up with this on her own? Is this just through experience with working with other people? Like, no, you learned stuff <laughs> and, um, you know, all kinds of degrees and interesting, you know, sciency things. And that, you know, those two things of like, I don't have to just believe, like, this is not a placebo. Like this mm-hmm. is actual science. And the fact that you, you know, you have so much schooling and so much knowledge that it's just that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Those were the kind of the two things I think that got me to say, All right, I'm gonna spend the money and I'm gonna do this one last thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, cross was- my <laughs>
0: yeah a big a big leap of faith in a sense of like, ah, oh, I hate to do this again. I feel like I even remember you saying like, I can't let my husband down again by spending out like asking him if it's okay if I spend some more money on one more thing that doesn't work. Like for me to like even ask you to join this program and, you know, put that risk out there. I was like, this has to work. It has to work.
1: It's really difficult for me, you know, not being able to work and having to, you know, spend my husband's money. I'm like, sorry, you can't do anything fun. I'm going to spend your money on myself again. Right.
0: That is like a very, and in not just in this case, but I think it's a, a thing that a lot of people actually struggle with, with chronic pain is that it's purely when you do something like this, or you do something for yourself or your self care or your healthcare, it's purely it feels very selfish. But I try to look at it and like, I don't know if you can agree or not. But I try to look at it like, you doing this for yourself allows you to free up life that you can share with your spouse. And so like, you know, those were some of the things that I think we talked about when we were working through like, well, what are your goals? Like, why do you want less pain? Why are you here? And we were talking about like you being able to do stuff and go out with your husband and and have a social life again. And, Go be an advocate, you know, and, and possibly if you wanted to get a job or do something of, of purpose or meaning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, really he, he's had to do, you know, at least for the last eight years. Um, it's, it's really heartbreaking when your husband's like, Oh, do you want to go do this with my friends? And I'm like, I can't go ahead, mm-hmm. and then I'm watching every day I'm watching him walk out the door, and it's like like it's so painful like i'll just I'll just be here in the bed waiting for you to get back like that, yeah, you're right, like being able to to feel better to the point where when he invites me somewhere I can go. It really was equal for both of us, I think, um, Yeah. and you know me actually feeling better and him actually having a wife again
0: mm-hmm. might be nice, yeah. <laughs> So that kind of brings me to a very lofty question, which is, would you say the, or would your husband say it was worth the investment? Oh my (laughs)
1: gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, one of the things, um, it's been a very long time since I've been able to do anything at all. And so my, my two goals were really to be able to work out again and lift weights because I've always, despite my horrific pain throughout my life. I've always been extremely physically active and laying in a bed for many years, it just destroys you like, oh, it's just awful. And so my goal was to be able to start lifting weights again so I could get strong. As a full-time wheelchair user, like the amount of strength that you need to just get from your car to a business is like, it is not like walking. I mean, it is daunting. So I really wanted to get strong again so that I could go places and do things and be able to go places and do things with my husband. So, you know, being able to actually accomplish those goals, it makes me feel like a human
0: again. So you went from not working out at all to what are you doing now? So now I swim every
1: other day at my gym. And then, um, on the off days, also every other day I lift free weights and I, I'm really, um, if I'm having a day where I have a migraine, like no problem. I don't go to the gym. You know, if I feel like I've, I've worked enough and I need a couple days break, you know, the body needs rest, you know, I take a break. My goal is, is, you know, kind of swim every other day and lift every other day with these breaks when needed. So... Being able to, you know, be at a gym and like lifting weights and like feeling stronger, seeing muscles grow, like makes me feel like a human again. (laughs) Like there's nothing worse than, you know, having migraines and you can't use your brain and then you're in so much pain, you can't use your body. You can't like, you can't do anything. So being able to have, you know, less migraines and less pain and being able to work out and get stronger to allow me to be able to do the things with my husband, or maybe possibly work someday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm doing so I'm working out, you know, nearly every day. And then I'm also able to really go and do things with my husband or with my friends. And um, I used to be able to do maybe one small thing a week. And then I would have like, four days of just hell paying for it yeah. and now, well I've actually just done just this week like what's it Wednesday I drove an hour and 10 minutes to get my hair cut and I shopped for a dress for a wedding we're going to yesterday um, I did something during the day I can't even remember what it was and then um, I had a wheelchair like support group meeting and we went to that got home at like nine o'clock woke up this morning took the dog for a walk like doing this thing tomorrow I have something like next day like I have stuff like I'm doing things every day
0: like yeah that's
1: crazy
0: that's That's amazing and I think too like what uh, I think what's important to mention too is what a lot of people I think are afraid of it's not just you're not just going to the gym and like pushing yourself to go to the gym you're actually having less pain and less days of pain than before. can you share what your like you were saying your numbers were for your num your migraine days
1: Oh oh yes so i for most of the time I've had migraines they were um constant at a pretty high level like a seven to a nine it would fluctuate around there, but I never had a day where I'm like I have no pain in my head like i not had that. Um, I also had a lot of troubles like forming sentences, you know, so I'd, I'd be trying to go about my day and like, I I couldn't even speak. (laughs) Like it was awful. Um, and due to a a medication, I got it down before I met you, I got it down to 20 days a month, which still sounds like a lot, but I did have some days where I actually didn't have a migraine in my (laughs) head. They were only a day, or maybe two days, a day. Mm-hmm. So when I met you, it was 20 days a month. I, n- I never really had anything under. I did sometimes have something over 20 days a month. And there were months where I had a migraine every single
0: day. At its best, you'd have a month of 20 out of 30 days, basically, with migraine. Yeah, yeah
1: that, was, that was the best that it was before I met you. And now, um, I've gotten down to 15 days, which also still sounds like a lot, but to have, you know, 15 other days, like today I have zero pain in my brain. I can mostly form (laughs) senses, mostly, (laughs) I mean, it's not having, you know, I can think, I can talk, I can, I have lights on me right now. Um, you know, when I have a mic, I'm extremely light. Sensitive, um, not like to outdoor light, but to light shining in my eyes. All right, now I have two lights shining in my eyes. I feel perfectly fine. Um, so really, I've, I've kind of, in a way, cut them in half, and I do feel like over time I might be able to get them lower and lower and lower because I feel like it's still I'm still having improvements in yeah. that area. I mean, this is a more than 35 year problem of migraines, so it's perfectly natural to me for it to take a little bit longer than maybe some of the other pain. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And with that being said, when you look at like your whole story and you realize that you had pain from like as young as you can remember. So a lifetime of pain. And in a matter of I don't know how many weeks, less than 16 weeks, this has started to change and you tried everything else. And this is like the first thing that's been a natural solution, aside from the medications, that has had an impact on pain. And yes, yeah, that's a relatively short period of time to see that kind of an improvement. And yeah, it may take a little bit longer. But I think that, you know, what, you, like you said, it's still a work in progress. I think there's still room for improvement there. And I love that you're having more pain, less days not painless but like less yeah. pain but you better days you're having more good days than you used to and yeah. less bad days and the bad days are better than to. yeah yeah
1: it was surprising to me um when I started the program because of course I I had no belief that it would work um <laughs> and really it, it took me maybe um three weeks to get through and really kind of start to comprehend what this program is about and understand like how it applied to me. But once I really, I'm like, okay, I'm now understanding the content that I'm supposed to be understanding. I noticed changes then. It's not like I went through the whole program and then at the end, I'm like, okay, well now I'm starting to feel better. The educational component of it made changes. it was crazy. It made changes in my body that did not make sense to me in any way. I'm like, how can just knowing this information change my entire body? Like what kind of craziness is this? And it was shocking because I started working out and lifting weights and swimming in the program, not at the end, in the beginning-ish, like maybe a third of the way through, I started accomplishing my goals a third of the way through, just in the educational component of the program. And I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is the first thing that's
0: working and doing anything. And I think that is something, well, it's something that I know that happens because I see this sort of thing happening all the time, but I want to highlight that to anybody who's watching or listening because what she just said is so important because everyone comes to the program or everyone comes to me telling me what are the drills? What are the strategies? What do I need to do? You want to know what you can do. What you really want to know that you need to do is learn. You actually have to learn. And that is something so big, like that science will see the biggest transformation in just the learning phases of understanding the neuroscience. I don't know. I don't, I can't even tell you exactly why all of that works the way it does, because the drills themselves make a lot of sense. And I can explain the hell out of them from a scientific standpoint, but
1: you can't just do the drills. You, you
0: you can't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Science is so important. Even just by itself. If I just taught the science and stopped there and didn't teach the drills, I, I'd i argue that we'd almost have some of the same benefits out yeah. of this program. And that's
1: where I got most of the benefits was the educational part. And it's it's really information that like, I could, I mean, when I learn things most of the time, like all through school, all the things that I research on the internet, all the things that I learn, I almost already kind of know them before I even start learning. And maybe things get situated a little differently in my mind or whatever but this was information that I had never come across I did I 100% did not know any of this when I started and learning it was just mind-blowing and I can I can now like spot other people even just on the internet in the words that they type I'm like oh I know what's going on can't tell them cuz they'll think I'm crazy cuz it's so it, it's just it's mind blowing how interesting the nervous system is and that you can actually affect change
0: to it like what? like crazy it's mind blowing it is it's so fascinating and and again like that's why I had to like leave the physical clinic and like get out of that world that is so ig- ignorant to it like the the healthcare system like I get asked that, like, one of the questions, these are, this is a very similar conversation that I hear all the time from clients. Is like, number one, this makes so much sense. This is mind-blowing. And number two, why don't our doctors know this shit? Because <laughs> it's real science. It's not like, you know, it's not like I've made it up. Like you said, I didn't just come up with this and like, woo, let's, let's think our way out of pain. It's real, it's concrete science. And yet- it's just not happening in the healthcare system, and it, i don't really have a great answer as to why your doctors don't talk about it, um, aside from insurance and time and ignorance and the system is broken. And we definitely don't need to have that conversation today, but it is—it is, um, it is the, the science itself. It's extremely important, and to anyone out there who's like, "Listen, well, just tell me the drills," like I can't because them by themselves you got to have that piece, too. I mean,
1: the the science part of it, the educational part of it, it really changed the way that I think about my own body. And, you know, in the beginning of the program, I had trouble, you know, trying to see where it fit with me because I thought about my body and my pain differently than I think most people do. But when I've come to the end, I do realize that maybe I'm a little more typical than I thought. Because now when I think about, you know, my pain or, or I'm feeling, oh, there's a twinge in my neck or, oh, I just partially dislocated my elbow or whatever. Like, I now know that it's my nervous system reacting to it, not the thing that I think happened. And that I can actually, in some ways, affect change on how my nervous system reacts to it. Like, it makes me realize that I was I was definitely more typical. I you know partially dislocate something and be like oh well I'm screwed now. There's nothing I can do. But no, no that's not true.
0: <laughs> typical in a sense of when like I'm not gonna say that you're quote unquote normal or typical as an individual. You're <laughs> you're you're you. You're unique, and I love you for that. But um, when it comes to and I've I've said this before, and I have to be careful about the way I say that. And and what I said is pain is pain. And when we, when we really try to hone in on the nervous system, part of the pain problem, when we look at it from that perspective, pain is pain. Now, EDS is not fibromyalgia, is not carpal tunnel syndrome, is not a disc herniation. Those are different diseases and conditions and injuries. Right. But like when we're looking only at, could there be a problem in the nervous system? That's where there's similarities that sort of are across the board that, you know, when it comes to your nervous system and how it's communicating pain, there are these things that can be happening. We can't look at them. We can't see them. Like we can see and diagnose some some of these other conditions, but they're pretty common and pretty similar across the board varying degrees, right? We're all on the same, (laughs) uh, we all experience the same things to varying degrees. So, but yeah, I I think it's important. You mentioned at the beginning of this conversation that you were like, I have no idea what's in this program. (laughs) And, um, I, I think it's, it's maybe better for you to sort of explain what's in the program than for me. We already mentioned that there is an educational component, but like if someone's listening and they're like, really, what did you do? (laughs) What does it involve? Like, how would you describe it?
1: Before the program, I thought that whatever condition I had and the pain that it caused was one thing. So the educational component helped separate the thing that's causing the pain and how the nervous system responds to it and realizing that those things are actually two different things. So it's really that, yeah, I I mean, the education of how the nervous system works in response to whatever is going on in your body. Mm -hmm. And then I learned I'm not sure if I was supposed to learn this, but I learned how to sort of self-talk around that issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, I don't understand how me talking to myself about what my nervous system is doing can actually change what my nervous system is doing. I I feel like that sounds crazy, but apparently it's a thing. So I learned how to kind of have a lot of self-talk around the nervous system and what, how it's responding to affect change in it. And then kind of bringing in some of the drills and things was like, once I know what's happening, here are some things that I can do besides the self-talk to affect even more positive change. So that's the way kind of the education, understanding that the, the issues are two separate things, that the the condition you have, and the nervous system reaction to it, self-talking to change my nervous system a little bit, and then some of the drills to kind of pull those pieces. Pull it together. all in. Is that, does that
0: yeah. work? <laughs> okay. I love that explanation. The way that I would kind of explain the self-talk is that it's reframing your subconscious brain's understanding of what's going on in your body, and putting it into a frame of mind where it's your brain is now learning to understand that your body is actually safe. I think it comes down to is this concept of the subconscious part of your brain has to believe that your body is safe because all the messages that it's been getting have been telling you you're in danger, you're in potential injury, you're uh, about to be injured, I need to protect you and keep you safe. And so it's this shift in the subconscious brain. Part of it involves the conscious brain which is super confusing. Um, But it shifts you into this, like your brain now says, Oh, I think I'm safe. And I'm okay. And I, I actually don't need to protect myself from this bright light, or this change in temperature, or this t shirt that I'm wearing, like all of those things are actually not scary or dangerous, I don't need to react as if it is scary or dangerous, I don't need to protect you. Um, so it's, 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 it's a weird way of saying, and I don't have a really great way of putting it into words either. <laughs> but I think it comes down to this, there is a shift in the brain, conscious and subconscious, where it now can learn to become and feel safe again. Yeah. And it's a process, and it takes some time. And it, it definitely isn't easy. I know that you struggled through that quite a bit and we had to talk our way through that a lot. On our yeah, sure. But um, but yeah, what would you say the the drills involve? Like is someone like are are we is it something where you have to like sit on the floor and like, you know, um, tap or ground or like what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> no no
1: woo <woo-woo> woo here. <laughs> it's all just Science-based stuff that helps your brain figure shit out, really. Um, I found the drills to be um, kind of fun and really easy, and and especially kind of some of the earlier drills, like, on, on the app and stuff. It, it doesn't take any energy or effort. Um, some of the, the later, like, movement drills, you know, they take a little bit more effort. But some of the early ones, it was just, this is fun. It's like... Mm-hmm how could this actually be doing anything to my brain? Like I just I couldn't imagine that it was but it does like just really simple brain drills. I don't I don't know how to explain it without sounding crazy. <laughs>
0: I don't. How do you understand my problem? This? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: And this is exactly why I struggled to, you know, decide to do this program is it, it's not something that you can explain you just have to to do it you don't have to believe it works you just have to just put in the work and do the things and there will be change there will be change i mean i was so ill i mean i was so ill <laughs> like, and all i did was watch the videos learn the lessons you know later on start some of brain-based drills and then towards the end some of the more physical type movement drills and things it is all I did. It did not take extreme effort. It didn't take belief. It didn't take anything woo woo. Like it just is something that works
0: that when you try to describe it, you sound crazy. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. And that's something that I struggle with all the time was trying to get the message across. I'm like, what is this program? Um... Well, I mean, what I, when I learned how you
1: learned this information, That was something that really made me think, okay, this is not woo-woo, this is science. That that was really the only leap of faith that I took is it's science and it sounds like this could be the one final thing Mm -hmm. that works. And I am certainly living proof that it does because I never in a million years imagine i would go from being just so ill to rolling around having fun smiling at people being able to actually do things like that maybe i'm not like you know working a nine to five job and bringing in the millions or anything like that but to go from being not just bed bound but like so ill in bed I couldn't think I couldn't move I couldn't concentrate on watching TV I could I just laid there and basically wished I was dead to now I've got I've got something every day this week that I am doing Mm -hmm. and I'm I feel perfectly fine right now (laughs) like I've even been sitting up in my wheelchair for over an hour no right I actually I'm sure my back hurts a little bit but like I'm fine I have light shining in my face I'm fine. I have stuff I'm going to do later on today cuz I'm going to be fine. Like that is incredible. Like yeah. incredible. Like I yeah. never I really never thought I would be able to do anything ever again.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that to me is is what for me this is all about and like knowing who you are and most of my clients like knowing who most of my clients are and just seeing that transformation happen and then knowing that you're going to use the benefits that you've got from this program to make a bigger difference and a bigger impact in this world. So like for me to help you, it doesn't stop there. You get to go out and then give back to your community and do what you were put on this planet to do. I think is so cool. Like, I'm just the enabler to allow like further growth and further, Mm -hmm. you know, help and benefit and progress. And I like, I said, I'm the enabler, but like, I, I, I honestly like I have to give you all the credit in the end because like the results don't come from this program unless you really put in the effort. And that is something that's so important that I, I try to screen people for. I don't bring just anybody into this program unless you're really you're willing and you're committed to doing the work and If I could say to anybody watching or listening, I would let you know like Shanda is the perfect example of what you need to be a successful client in this program. And that is, I don't care if you're a big skeptic or if you're a big believer, you can be the biggest skeptic of all. But if you show up every single week, you do the work despite having those weeks where in the beginning where you were like, I'm not sure, like you're in the darkest moments and still showing up to the program. Still showing up and doing the classes, watching them over and over and over again, asking questions, telling me it was hard and working through that struggle and the fear. And I remember how many conversations we had where you said, this is not for me. This does not apply to me. (laughs) And like, we still got through that. And that's what it takes. be successful like you do not have to believe in it like you said you do not have to have a certain diagnosis you don't have to have a certain set of criteria to be someone who this program would benefit for if you are coachable and you're willing to work through the struggles because it's you had to come like you said had to completely unlearn what you previously thought and believed about what was going on in your body for a lifetime and flip it on its head just doing that alone is not easy. It is not easy. And I think that's one reason why so many times, if there are any providers out there who do mention a nervous system thing without full context of what's going on, it comes off as like, you're crazy. It's all in your head. They might be trying to say like, there is this whole nervous system thing, but I don't really know how to explain it. And that can come off wrong. (laughs) I mean, when
1: you, when you said, uh, you know, pain is pain, I have heard people be told that by a doctor with literally no other explanation. Mm, it be very gaslighting. Furious. I I saw someone even somewhat recently who wrote, you know, like this terrible review of a doctor and sent it into, you know, complaints and all that. And I'm like, no, I mean, I see his point, but that was a terrible way to address it with no other explanation. And I would have been that angry as well but
0: even knowing what I know I probably still would have been pissed because in that context in that context without the backing up supporting information to fully like explain where they're coming from you don't know if they were just brushing you off and gaslighting you or saying like I really think there's something else going on here but I don't have the time or the tools to help you address that kind of a problem if only
1: they would just say that (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) that would be useful but yeah i mean the thing that really i understand from this program is that it doesn't matter what's triggering the pain something very serious or something not so it doesn't matter you can still affect change on your nervous system and how it responds And that is the most mind blowing piece of information that I learned that really kickstarted the changes in my body. And that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but (laughs) it does. It does when you learn it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I am just so grateful and honored to have been able to work with you and to have you back and share your story. I think it's going to be Just super helpful for anybody else out there who needs to hear that inspiring story that whether you do my program or not, there is something else out there that can help you start feeling better. It takes time, it takes some effort. But if you have the right system and the tools in place and the support to get through all of that, it is totally possible. And you can just you can be like Chanda and completely go from worse than bed bound, as you put it, uh, to working out every day. You know, you, I love that you, that you came in with that goal and we met that goal, like long before the end of the program.
1: (laughs) Both Both of my goals were met and you know, like, like you said before, like I still have the physical conditions that cause and trigger my pain, but I'm now able to manage my nervous system to make that way less. So it's, I'm not sitting here saying I am in no pain at all ever. Like, no, that's not realistic. I have multiple genetic conditions that cause pain like that it's gonna be there, but being able to manage it and being able to function much more than I was before. Like that's, when you say that, you know, you liked working with me or whatever, like, no, 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 this is like, meeting you, going through your program and you giving me the gift of life. Like there there is nothing more important than that. Being able to use your body to exist in the world. There is no bigger gift than that. I don't care what it costs. (laughs) There's no bigger gift. And I, I can't, I can't even begin to thank you for putting a program together that helps people like me and that can help So many more people. And I wish I could just gather everyone that I know that's in pain and send them to you and make them do this program because just like me, I know there's millions of people out there that are like, I don't know. I don't, you know, and I just want to be like, just, oh my God, just do it. Do it. (laughs)
0: Please. (laughs) It's a gift knowing it. Well, I, I'm I'm feeling all the all the feels right now. It's it's so rewarding to to get that kind of feedback and it and it really puts it into perspective, you know, like why are we here? Why am I doing this? And because yeah, it is it's not an easy population to work with. I know that a lot of providers look at me and go, Wow, why would you wanna work with people with chronic pain? You can't do anything about that and um so no it's not easy but it puts it into perspective of like why I you know why do I do this and I'm I think it's the reason I'm here on this planet and I'm just keep chugging along and so i it really I mean it I really mean it it has been an honor to work with you and a pleasure getting to know you I want to come out to where you live and hang out with you like we oh, need to have- come on over. <laughs> I feel like we should go hang out at a winery and have. Some- well, you know, time I'm I'm <laughs> putting
1: all of the tools that you taught me to use, and uh you know, I could show you a good time out here in these parts because I have energy and ability, and you know,
0: accomplish goals. That's amazing. <laughs> like- yes, and now there's like opportunity for new goals, which is what I'm hoping for you. I'm like, what's the next thing? you've got those goals checked off. Now we need a new goal. Let's get, let's think even bigger.
1: I'm certainly getting back into my disability education. I'm able to go places and educate businesses on, you know, how to interact with disabled people and how, you know, what to do with service dogs. Um, I'm doing, um, an Instagram, which is, um, the theme is let's be seen as wheelchair users. And I pretty much have to go out multiple times a week, have my husband take pictures of me, you know, (laughs) um, and I'm able to do all of this. I mean, I, I would have never been able to go anywhere to do anything, to do any education to
0: like, I wouldn't have been able to
1: do any of this. So I'm already making more
0: bigger goals. I love that. And on that note, would you like to share your Instagram information? If anyone's listening, they can check you out and, and learn from you and your disability advocacy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so my Instagram, the theme is "Let's be seen as wheelchair users." Um, I go out places and just take pictures of myself and show, you know, accessibility uh, wins or fails. You know, just fun little things like that. Um, just making the world aware that wheelchair users exist. And my Instagram is chanda.hagan. So it's C H A N D A dot H A G E N. And if you want to follow, cool. If you're not interested in that. Totally fine.
0: <laughs> yes. And I, I, I do follow you, and I think it's so fun seeing you out and about. And it really has helped me to be more aware of the barriers that folks with wheel, or wheelchair users, or anyone with a disability who have to use mobility aids for any matter, are dealing with and the struggle that that entails. And so it's spread awareness for, for me. And so I appreciate that. I think it's really a valuable service that you're doing. So So go follow Shanda and um, if you have any questions, cool, reach out, follow her on Instagram and that's it. We'll say thank you again and any last words you'd like to share. If anyone
1: is considering this program or unsure or you don't have a lot of money to spend, do
0: it. (laughs) Do it. You will not regret it. Thank you so much, Shanda, for joining me today. And to anyone listening, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time. (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode of the chronic pain breakup podcast if you found this episode helpful make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and if you want to take this relationship to the next level you can connect with me and other pain crusaders inside my private facebook group Battling Chronic Pain with Neuroscience, where these episodes are actually recorded live. And I'd love to hear from you. Share your questions and biggest struggles with your chronic pain recovery journey by reaching out to me on Facebook or on Instagram at Pain Crusader. Thanks again for listening and never stop learning.